Welcome to Rebuilding Rob, the podcast, the show that is dedicated to the relentless pursuit of building a more perfect man. I am your host. My name is Rob, your favorite blogger turned podcaster. On this week's episode, I'm going to give you a pre-Valentine's Day state of the heart address. But before I get to that, I have to tell you about a very funny thing that happened to me on the way to VD. Stay tuned. So after work this afternoon, I get this text message from X2. She says to me, Did you date a woman that goes by Megan on Facebook? She's a horrible person. Now, Megan isn't the person's real name. I'm not divulging the person's real name because I don't do that either on this podcast or on my blog. So I write back to X2 and I tell her, yeah, you know, the name sounds familiar. I mean, I dated somebody named Megan back in high school, but, you know, that was like 30 years ago. I'm like, maybe it was somebody I went to high school with. I'm not really sure. I was like, why do you ask? And before she even gets a chance to respond, I tell her because I went and searched this person up by her name. And it turns out that. This was, in fact, somebody who I met on one of the dating apps. We talked a little bit, talked a few times. We never actually ended up going out. She gave me some excuse at the time about living too far away or, I don't know, dealing with some other shit or something. So we sat talking for a bit. And then eventually we started talking again. And this next time we started talking, she was complaining about a guy. So I was kind of like, yeah, okay, I'm done. And that was basically the last I had heard from her or of her. And as I said, it's not even like we were friends on social media or anything like that. So X2 goes on to say, that must have been her. She was in some Facebook group I belong to where women talk about the men they date. You were brought up by an anonymous poster that you dated. If I knew who it was, I'd tell you. I didn't engage in the conversation, but this Megan commented that she stopped seeing you Because of Kid 2. What a horrible human. She had said. That I. So X2 goes on to say that must have been her. She was in some Facebook group I belong to where women talk about the men they date. You were brought up by an anonymous poster that you dated. If I knew who it was, I'd tell you. I didn't engage in the conversation, but this Megan commented that she stopped seeing you because Kid 2 has autism. What a horrible human. So I respond to her saying, if this is the same person I'm thinking of, I've never even seen her face to face, let alone actually gone out on a date with her. And then after a couple minutes, it kind of hit me as I sat there and I thought about it and I said, wow, so people are talking about me in Facebook chat groups. That's awkward. She writes back saying, yeah, there's groups where women ask if the guy they're dating is up to no good. I have to assume the anonymous poster is someone you are dating or dated posted asking what kind of person you are. And then Megan said she stopped seeing you because our son is autistic and she never even met you or him. So I wrote back and I said, well, like you said, she never saw me. She never even met me. I don't even necessarily remember telling her that kid two is on the spectrum But if that's why she stopped talking to me, then she really is a disgusting human being. 
But honestly, I've had zero contact with this person for about a year. And then she writes back, trying to take some self-righteous stance of, I'm telling you because if you decide to talk to her again, you should not. That's a terrible thing to say. Then, she says, there was nothing else posted about you. I'd tell you. Like I was asking. And I went on to say, yeah, that is a horrible thing for her to say. Absolutely. And if that's somebody's reason for going out with somebody or breaking off contact with somebody, honestly, she was too chicken shit to say that to my face. That she wouldn't even have been brave enough to say that to my face tells me that this person knows how much of a scumbag they really are. And then she's like, yeah, you dodged a bullet. Now, I have to ask. Do these chat groups actually exist on social media? And if so, there's some women out there who have way too much free fucking time on their hands if they're talking about me. I mean, I like to think of myself as someone who goes on a decent number of dates and can do pretty well on a date situation, but who in the hell am I that people would be talking about me on social media? I'm not that important. But do these groups even exist on social media like this? And if they don't, this is one hell of a convoluted story for her to make up. I mean, I know she lies and I know she'll say things just to try and get my goat. But this is just pathetic. I mean, the whole thing. Whether it's true and she went on this group or she made up this whole story about this, this Facebook group. The whole thing is just pathetic and sad. And it makes me laugh. I kind of wish I was shooting video right now because you guys would see me doing my proud, stoic, braggadocious pose. I'm just going to pause for a minute. I'm not going to say anything and I'm just going to make my pose. All right, it's getting late. I need to get some dinner and I want to go to the gym still tonight. So later. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I opened with an old dad joke, VD, which back in the day was short for venereal disease, which again, back in the day was the more popular term for what we now know as sexually transmitted diseases. So if you see a sign tomorrow or if you hear anyone say happy VD, you'll know that on the surface they are sincerely trying to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. But somewhere deep down in the cockles of their heart, they're wishing you a scorching case of herpes or gonorrhea in the meantime. Just remember that all you lovers out there, when you're talking to single people tomorrow, keep that in mind. Food for thought. Well, now that we got that out of the way, it is now time for the moment that absolutely none of you have been waiting for. The first annual Rebuilding Rob State of the Heart Address.
members of the podcasting community, the blogging community, to the misanthropes, the divorcees, the misogynists, the misandrists, the committed bachelors and bachelorettes, and last but certainly not least, my fellow lonely hearts. On this Valentine's Day, we are reminded by the masses that we are single. Cheap flowers, heart-shaped pizzas, and perhaps an even bigger abomination, Hallmark movies, all exist to remind us that we do not have a special honey by our side, nor do some of you have a boo to open the door for you and do other gentlemanly things like paying for all your stuff. We must remember that this is not a death sentence. This is our liberation. Some of us are single by choice. Some of us have retired from the game. Many of us have first-hand experience of the utter futility of meeting someone and attempting to build a permanent, lifelong relationship, only to end up penniless, heartbroken, and forced to reaccumulate all of our worldly possessions. And yes, to those of us who were foolishly naive enough to think that procreating with one of these wrong people have come to terms with the fact that we will not see our children every day. However, if that is you, remember this one beautiful piece of information. Visitation means that you have children time, but you also have grown-up time. <laughs> I have a question for my fellow singles. Guess what you're doing on Valentine's Day? Answer? Whatever you damn well please. Instead of wasting your money on someone who probably won't be around in a couple of years anyway, treat yourself. Get something for your children. Or get something for your dog, for that matter. Anything's better than spending money on somebody who's only holding out long enough for the next best thing to come along. Do I sound enough like a politician to you? Am I inspiring you? Am I motivating you? Am I encouraging any of you to bask in your singularity? Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, of course, and to be honest, this might be the most content I've ever been going into a Valentine's Day. This is certainly the most happiest I've ever been about being single on Valentine's Day. I'm not feeling any anxiety about buying the right gifts, about not spending enough money, about not taking my lady friend to a fancy enough restaurant. I have to say, it feels good. <laughs> But, in all seriousness, I guess I do have some dating prospects. Nothing really jumping out at me at the moment, and I am completely content with that. I am at ease. I am stress-free. I am relaxed. I don't want to sit here and say that I'm going to give up on dating or relationships altogether, but being single right now isn't as horrible as I thought it was going to be. Now, I told you all my story earlier about the message that I got from X2 today. Right now, I'm just so glad I'm able to let things like that simply roll off of me. I love it. I love being single right now. 
I love being able to do whatever I want, whenever I want. I love not feeling bad about spending time with my kids. I love not feeling guilty about spending money on myself. I love not heaping hundreds of dollars on someone who basically is going to buy me a pair of socks or a coffee mug that I won't even drink out of. You know, Whitney Houston once sang, Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. And right now, I can't believe that I'm actually agreeing with that dead crackhead tonight, but here I am. We laugh when we hear women talk about focusing on me and working on myself. But the truth is, when you are single, anything is possible. And I mean anything. I know this is going to sound a little bit like a broken record when I start pining about my former glory days. Particularly, I mentioned my encounter with Boss Lady from a few years back. But the fact of the matter is, that never would have happened if I wasn't single. I never would have learned what I want and what I don't want in a relationship if I didn't take the time to step back and enjoy being single. I would never realize how cool some people might actually think I am if I stayed married. Because I am single today, I have dignity, I have self-respect, I have pride. I have accomplishments under my belt, but no one but me can take credit for. So any of you out there who are single and are feeling bad about that on Wednesday, just remember what I said earlier. When you are single, anything is possible. Let me repeat that for those of you in the back of the room a little bit louder. When you are single, anything is possible. Thank you. God bless bachelorhood. God bless bachelorettehood. God bless singularity. Happy VD. I feel ready and energized and motivated and excited going into Valentine's Day tomorrow, don't you think? With that, we are going to wrap up this week's episode of the Building Bravo podcast. Tune in next week when we will be revisiting a classic story from my blog that I tentatively call It's in the Cards. In the meantime, I would like to thank you for stopping in and spending a little time with my podcast today. I understand that you have many listening options online, so I do appreciate the time. Also, this podcast is currently available on Spotify for podcasters. Feel free to check out our homepage, leave a brief voice message, tell us what you think of the show. And as always, you can check out my latest exploits on my blog at www.rebuildingrob.com. Again, this podcast is also available on YouTube Music, 
and Amazon Music. Until next week, this is your favorite blogger turned podcaster. My name is Rob saying happy feeding.